My name is Ryan Smith. And my name is Shannon Hartley. You're listening to the Eastern Oregon Connection, a show celebrating small town community and highlighting the people that make it great. We'll be talking with local business owners, nonprofits, city leaders, farmers, and a host of other interesting people. We hope you'll join us for some personal stories, laughs, local news and events, and an all-around good time. This is the EO Connection. Welcome into the Eastern Oregon Connection. This is your host, Shannon Hartley, accompanied by... Ryan Smith. How you doing, bud? Doing good today, my friend. We had an amazing conversation with our friend Shelby Matthews, um, who lives in Hepner, Oregon, um, originally from Pendleton. But uh, we had, yeah, just a really fun conversation. She uh, she leads booty booty yoga? Booty, booty yoga booty yoga. <laughs> yep. Mark your calendars for October twenty second in Pendleton, Oregon, at five thirty. Shelby is putting on a booty yoga class to help fundraise for the Doherty family who has, unfortunately, a little one that's battling a health issue here in town. Ronan Doherty. Correct. So um, th- that's a piece with a heavy heart that we do want to bring up today. But, um, you know, on a lighter note, too, it was a lot of fun to just catch up with an old classmate from high school, um, revisit some of the the days of the dance team and their success, and just, just have a lot of laughs and a good time. Yeah. You guys are going to enjoy this one. So let's get into it. Here we go. doing is it a side thing or is it your full-time it's a side thing um i actually just started a new job with the hepner chamber of commerce as their event coordinator nice yeah so that is completely new to me i honestly didn't quite know what that job entailed but the Mm -hmm. opportunity came to me and my son's getting older now so i feel like we got to the point where i was home with him so much that he, I feel like he was kind of getting sick of me and I was getting sick of him. Like he was like, he was like, I need to go hang out with some bros and you need to go away for a bit. And I feel like we were kind of clashing. So I felt ready to go back to work because I have always worked. I've always had a job. So yeah. I was so grateful for that time to be home. But yeah, so I got the opportunity. Actually, before that, I um, when I realized that I wasn't going to come back to Pendleton for work because I thought in my head I was going to work come back yeah but i didn't and i actually helped open um lots fitness center in hepner and Mm. it's um a little less than a thousand square feet and it just has some recumbent bikes and some lifting it's like a boutique fitness kind of yeah (laughs) ran by a non-profit and so i kind of just run the membership end and the app end of that there's an app Mm-hmm. Oh, that's you cool. do it all through your phone, like purchase your membership and like the security system mm-hmm. that we have is through your phone. And so like it, the door knows when you're in range and you just click this button and it'll unlock the door and so you can go right in. So we okay. don't have like a physical presence in there because it is a smaller town. Yeah. And so to have someone there all the time. So they there's like a, my email and my number work number on mm-hmm. there. So when people have issues like... Like some, you know, older folk may have an issue with all these kind of downloading apps on your phone and then you have to go to your email and then sign back into the app. That can be kind of tricky sometimes for people. So I've helped a lot with that. But it's kind of once we got it off and rolling, we opened that up in May and it's kind of just living its little life on its own. So I've been kind of doing that, but it wasn't kind of providing much work. Mm -hmm. And um, and so then this chamber opportunity came and I was kind of intimidated because I didn't know like 
what does this mean? What do I do? And Hepner's known for its St. Patrick's celebration, yep. and that's huge. And that is little miss me uh, here. It's on you. Yeah. And so. You know how to party. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> uh, I'm old now. You're wearing different. a kiss shirt. Uh, it's true. <laughs> but I've worn kiss shirts all my life. Yeah, man. We'll, get into, we'll get into that later. <laughs> yep. So that actually, um, I guess we'll introduce you. We're sitting with our friend Shelby Matthews, uh, formerly known as Shelby Garrett. Hey, so. hey, hey. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Shelby. Of course. This is a question I've wanted to ask you publicly for a very long time. Oh, geez. <laughs> Ready for this? No. <laughs> do it. <laughs> oh, God. Shelby, do you feel ever as if you were born in the wrong time? Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> Anybody day. who knows Shelby understands why I asked this, but please elaborate. <laughs> um, I just feel like, especially like in her childhood and teenage years, I never subscribed to like the pop culture at the time. And I always kind of felt like I had to be cool and not like what everyone else was liking. And I don't know where that comes from, hmm. but I was very much raised on like classic rock and hair bands by from my dad. We'd go camping up on the North Fork and my parents would, we'd just listen to rock music all day long. And so I grew up on all of it. And that was just the music of my childhood. And so it's like really nostalgic for me. Mm. And so the older I got and like when I got like a car and I could listen to whatever I wanted instead of listening to what was cool at the time. Or on the radio. I, yeah. I mean, like, I don't get me wrong. Like, I like some poppy stuff and mm -hmm. I still do, but I just not really. But I would very much like steal my dad's CDs out of his man room. Like he just had this huge, awesome array. And he actually ended up getting rid of it. And my favorite albums, he let me take the CDs that I wanted. And I took the album cover art. And I made a really cool big poster with all this album for my favorite CDs that were my dad's. That so it's really special awesome. to me. And it's actually hanging out in my garage. And my husband really likes it. He's like, this is so cool. He likes to point it out <laughs> to everyone they come over. But yeah, very much. Wow. Oh. And yeah, I think it's just more nostalgic for me at this point. It reminds yeah. me of being a kid and camping and those That's are like hilarious. some of my favorite. Well, you see memories. like the shirts and you, you know, make the Van Halen jokes and Def Leppard sucks. But <laughs> Don't say that about Def Leppard, okay? I did not realize there was so much, uh, so much, you know. To the sauce there for your love of the the eighties jam. So yeah. hair band Motley Crue rock on, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was telling Ryan yesterday my biggest memory of really realizing you were uh, such a big like hair band fan and like eighties <laughs> rock was I don't remember what dance it was, but you showed up with whoever your date was, um, oh, and I think you I had poison talking. shirts. Was it poison or it was random? It was Cinderella which is a hair band, very one-hit wonder kind of, I think, to me anyway. Yeah, that doesn't No one bell, even so. knows who Cinderella is, but that's why I got what's, that shirt. Okay, what's the song that's going to bring us I there? don't even know anymore. I literally never <laughs> even listened to them, but I knew that that was a hair band, and they had the shirts at Hot Topic. Yeah, they covered from Poison at the Right Concert or something. And yeah, probably. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's awesome. Anyway, I was just like, Shelby's so cool. Oh my gosh! <laughs> none of us, none of us know who this band is, but she she just looks she's so rocker right now. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I just always wanted to be just a little different, you know. Yeah. I didn't want to do what everyone else was doing, and I was like, no one's gonna have a Cinderella shirt at the time. I did know the music, but I was so hairband and I was so rock and roll music was all I was doing that I could have told you 
then, but I can't now because it's been so long. I feel like I don't listen to it anymore, especially mm. now that like I Got teach, kids. yeah, <laughs> kids and yoga and stuff. And like yoga is a completely genre, different genre of music. So yeah, I don't really listen to it anymore, <laughs> but it's still very much my heart and soul. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was, do you think that's, you know, feeling like you were born in the wrong time? Do you think that mainly has to do with music or do you think that played into your life in any other ways? Hmm. Have you I ever feel thought like, about it? Well, I feel like just, just like in a pop culture of the time sense. Yeah, that's yeah. all I kind of feel. I feel like yeah. the concerts that were readily available that I could have gone to and stuff like that. Mm. I was just like. Britney Spears. Not my <laughs> jam. Not my jam. But I did get to go see um, Alice Cooper. And that was my Ooh. biggest bucket list concert. That schools out for summer and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Where at? My at Frankenstein, Dirty Diamonds. Huh? Where at? Just... Uh, in Tri-Cities. Is that, oh, is that no the way. Tacoma Dome? Is that the what Toyota it's Center? Toyota Center. Center. Okay. Yeah. I, Tacoma um, Dome's in Tacoma. Oh, that you know. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me, please. <laughs> 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 oh, jeez. But um, I remember being a kid and loving rock and roll and watching um, Wayne's World. Mm. Remember Wayne's World when he's singing Feed My Frankenstein? (laughs) And I remember just being like, (gasps) I love it. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but it just speaks to me and it it just always has. Okay, so in the Wayne's World vein, how about This is Spinal Tap? You've not seen This is Spinal Tap? Mm-mm. You have homework tonight, Shelby. Okay. Didn't just talk <laughs> about that on another episode, too? You know what? <laughs> I feel like I've had conversations about it recently, but I can't place who or Wait, where. Wait, does Mark Wahlberg a rock star? Or is that a different movie? This is Spinal Tap. It's kind of like a mockumentary of... Oh, we talked about it probably with J.J. Hill. Oh, Because probably. it's a mockumentary about, like, 80s hair bands mm-hmm. and stuff. And mm-hmm. That's what it was. It's yeah. it's almost like the office with, like, Wayne's World vibes, but, like, metal bands. Oh. So you would like it. It's called This is Spinal Tap. I will look into that. You got to go check that out. I will. <clears throat> Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, do you want to tell us a little bit about the business that you've got going um, and the type of yoga you do? Yeah, so this last spring, I got certified to be a booty yoga instructor. It's an ancient Indian Marathi word, okay. meaning the cure to something hidden or kept away. It's secret. Mm. It's um, usually when talking conjunction conjunction of things like um, herbal remedies, holistic remedies, um, that's what booty means. But the thing that makes booty different than your traditional yoga is that Traditional yoga is usually pretty quiet, linear movements, and booty is going through your basic asanas, meaning your postures, positions, and finding movement in them. So like a big, what makes booty booty is two different things, a static shake, which some people, um, it's just like, I don't know how to explain it. Um, it's kind of like shaking your butt, but it's like shaking your whole entire legs and kinda like spiral. Kind of like shaking like an your... extended position where you kind like of... Like if you were like standing on your two feet and you were to like shake. Gyration. As, kind of, but <laughs> they don't necessarily want you to say that. But any in, in spiral technique, which is like tiny, tight spiral movements through the chest or the hips, whether you're in like... Warrior one or in plank or mm. stuff like that. So it's, mm-hmm. and so it kind of is, it's a hit style of a workout. So, high in, yeah. Intensity high, interval mm-hmm. training for those who don't know what hit stands for. Yes. 
So yeah, that's the basis of it. And the thing that I love so incredibly much and that I connect to is that it kind of brought me back to my dance team roots because mm-hmm. it's very intuitive with the like the, your movement in music as the instructor. Mm-hmm. So like I absolutely love making playlists. Mm-hmm. I think it is so fun. And it's intuitive in the way that like I don't make a routine. I just do it. Like I kind of know, I know that the the way I'm supposed to present the class and the flow of it, but however I do that is my own specific way. You know what I mean? It's more mm-hmm. free-flowing. Yeah, and it's, I jam my music so loud and I yell the whole entire time. And <laughs> nice. like, I like- Very rocker style. <laughs> kind of a little bit, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But it is just so much fun. And I've actually got quite the little, I have a little following in Hepner, my people that always come to my classes and they just love it. And I love them, and I literally wouldn't even – I just love it so much that I don't even care if people pay me for it. I just want them to come and hang out <laughs> with me and do it. Because it's, like, the same energy as, like, going out and having some drinks and dancing with your girlfriends. Yeah. Like, that's the energy I want to bring to my class, but, like, so we don't have to be getting drunk all the time. In a more controlled environment. In a more controlled, you know, healthier environment. Because we're getting older now. We need to, you know, find some healthy <laughs> mechanisms, yeah? I want to get back to the to the dance team ties a little bit later, but st- sticking with the booty yoga here, so... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many ways we could go on this conversation as far as like, you know, there's the the physical exercise piece of it. There's you spoke to the, the community, the communal connection. Yeah. Um, getting getting the ladies together in a good environment and stuff. So just grab one of those and take me on kind of what that means to you. Well, I guess um, I kind of was coming from, well, I guess I could say the physical aspect of it. I always wanted to become a booty yoga instructor. I loved the people that I took classes from here in Pendleton. I took classes from Wendy Hinkle when she was here um, and some other people in the community, Mary as well. And they just inspired me. And I thought it was really cool that they just put themselves out there and did it. But I just wasn't at the time ready, I guess. Mm -hmm. I didn't believe that I could do it, which in retrospect is so dumb. Like why we do these things to ourselves, I don't know. But I wanted to do that and I wanted to do it. And then I never did. And then, but I'm bum, I got pregnant (laughs) and I felt I, I got big and I couldn't move anymore. And the inability to move my body and not be able to work out when I wanted to and have that flood of feel-good hormone. Like, I didn't get to do that anymore, and I just felt so restricted being so big. I remember just thinking, like, I will never take advantage of my body ever again. That was my biggest thing, being big and pregnant. I was just like, I just, just something clicked in my head where I was like, I could have been you know, reaching my goals, I could have been putting myself out there, but I was coming from a place of fear. And look at me, like I'm growing a freaking human. This is outrageous. If I can do this, I can be a booty yoga instructor. Okay, okay. <laughs> and so that is what I did after I had my son and I healed. I was just like, I told my husband, I said, I really want to do this. And he was like, absolutely do it. And I said, okay. And so I think when Ren, my son, was about 10 months old, I finally left him for a weekend. And I went up to Washington and I did a certification. And it was the hardest thing (laughs) I've ever done. The whole entire, after the very first day, it was like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing. 
um, like eight to eight and we had like a lunch break, but you're working out the entire time. You were in plank position doing push-ups the entire time, essentially. I mean, because it was the hardest physical thing I've ever done. And I remember after the last day, I was like, I don't want to go back tomorrow. This sucks. <laughs> this is so hard, you know. Yeah. But I knew I was going to do it. And I kept thinking, man, going into labor was a lot easier than this because at least it got over with, you know. And I felt like it just kept going and going. Yeah. But I was proud of myself and I did it and I got certified and – it really made me I, – I knew I was in the place that I needed to be because the people there were absolutely so wonderful to me. And my master trainer that was leading the training when at the end after we do our um, our little – what is it called? We do like a 15-minute routine, and it's kind of like our submission to show if we're going to fail or pass. And she told me after she pulls everybody in – by themselves and she told me she was like you are the type of person that needs to be doing this I know you're not just doing this because you want another certification on your belt I can tell that this means a lot to you you know what I mm -hmm. mean and she was like and you are the type of person that we want teaching this practice and that just meant so much to me and it just made me feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing you know and so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that was that was a big growth moment for me. I'm like, heck yeah. yeah. And my girlfriend, Alexi, she was always shooting, rooting, <laughs> shooting, rooting, tooting, shooting for me. And so I was messaging yeah. her the whole entire time too. And so she was a big inspiration. And my girlfriend, Caitlin's a booty yoga instructor. So yeah. I took her classes and she inspired me as well. So Do I we just. Do know Caitlin? Imagine. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Mm -hmm. <laughs> of course. She does booty yoga too? Yeah. Booty? She, she <laughs> did. She's not right now. She's still kind of healing after having her second baby. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She taught at um, Club 24 for a while and I would always take her classes like twice a week or whatever. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Reason for the girls to get together. It was so fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we talked about how on the podcast before, like nothing really great gets accomplished alone. And so... You're talking about your your journey here with the booty yoga. And of course, you had to make that decision yourself that you were able to do it. You had to communicate with your spouse and he had to mm -hmm. be able to hold the fort down with the little one mm -hmm. and support you to travel. You yeah. have to have those other instructors that are willing to take you along. And I think it's just, uh, it's cool to see that that it meant so much to you. And, and we can obviously see that. Yeah. And that, you know, a lot of those things require communication, mentorship, good relationships, mm -hmm. people that can inspire you to push you along the way. Right. And... It's a lot of fun to watch, and I can tell you're really inspired, so I'm, I'm really glad for you. Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. I just don't ever see me stopping at this point. You know, it just brings me so much happiness, and it doesn't, like I said, you, you are obviously doing something right mm -hmm. when you just don't even care about making money off of it. It's really yeah, it's so true. It's literally just so much fun, and people keep coming and saying, that was so much fun, and I'm going to bring my friends, and their friends come, and, mm -hmm. you know, that's just... That just means the world to me. I think so. that's kind of how Ryan and I have felt about this podcast so far. I was yeah. thinking, yeah, it's very similar. It's yeah. just enjoyable and it brings you happiness. So it does. Well, we, we get to connect with lots of people. Yeah. Um, we yeah. feel passionate about it. And, and I'm sure, you know, we're coming from the same perspective you are where it's like, we're not in a hurry. We probably can't do this forever for free because it's quite a commitment of time and energy. But yeah. I think we're just kind of letting it be what it is and that stuff will come. And I think... To that point, you know, it's almost like the conversation real recognizes real, you know, mm -hmm. people are drawn to just like something that you're inspired by yeah. and that you're really mm -hmm. passionate about. And, 
you know, not everybody is going to do podcasts or booty yoga, mm -hmm. but a lot of people will be interested in it if you come from a place of, you know, being compassionate and interested in it. And, um, you know, people will, will come alongside you or they'll find their own thing, hopefully, that really gets them going. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Shout out to husbands and wives and partners in oh, general that are just I have affirming literally and, the most supportive husband ever. Yeah, he just thinks cool. it's the best thing. And he comes to he gets so upset when he doesn't get to come to my class. <laughs> he's so he's getting so strong and so flexible. And he, he is an avid golfer. He golf is his passion. Oh, so yoga helps for sure. Yeah. And he was yoga just like my and he's like super tall and wide shouldered. And I feel like he carries a lot of tension in his hips and he feels it in his golf game when he swings mm -hmm. and he's just feels like he is next level on his golf game because he's, he's nimble now <laughs> okay so I, on the same vein i guess one more thing i wanted to point out i, I had this in my mind for some real talk today mm -hmm. is i want to speculate if you'll indulge me for a minute and then maybe you can comment okay Kay. okay so just logistically speaking to get you here today shelby mm -hmm. you have a job that you have to communicate and make commitments with you have a spouse who has to you know that he's comfortable with you being in a room with two guys here communicating or you know whatever mm -hmm. um there's just there's a lot of moving parts. You have to find somebody to take care of your little one. Mm -hmm. You had to travel from out of town to get here, and mm -hmm. so I Gas just wanted is expensive. to. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to comment and say that that's not lost on us, and we really appreciate you. Oh, thank you. Making that happen. So thanks a lot, Shelby. Yeah, of course, mm -hmm. of course. So one other reason that we we wanted to bring up that you're here today, um, on a on a little bit of a tougher note, but um, but let's talk about it a little. Are you gonna bit. make me cry? <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, don't cry. look at me like that. <laughs> you might cry. I don't know. <laughs> I'll start with this and I'll let you run with it. So October 22nd, what do we have going on? Um, I am starting a little fundraiser. It's a booty yoga Halloween themed class for my little home dog, Ronan Doherty. Jake and Katie Doherty's son was diagnosed with childhood leukemia in, um, in July, actually, like right before his birthday, his fourth birthday. And... Um, I love those Guts girls. They are my heart and soul. Mm -hmm. And I've kind of had thoughts like, oh, maybe I should, you know, do a walk or people are doing different things for them, you know. And I just kind of thought, man, what could I do? And then just the holiday coming up, it just kind of clicked in my head. That would be fun. And it would be a way for me to come to town and do booty because I still have so many friends here and they've never taken my class because I live 70 miles away, you know? And mm -hmm. so, I mean, it just benefits on so many levels, but most importantly for Ronan and to make, you know, some fun funds for them, for their travels and their medical expenses. Yeah. So, so real quick, yeah. give us some details as far as where, when, how yeah. much, that kind of stuff. So it is October 22nd. Is that a Saturday? I think yes. it's a Saturday. It's a Saturday, Saturday, October 22nd, 530 at the Pendleton Junior Jam Dance Studio. Which is on... You want me to give you a road? Give us an address. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly this, this isn't on Main Street, is it? No, I don't know her address anymore. Okay. Let me look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Studio. Right we will plug I'm this in the intro here. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm old school. I went. I took all my classes on Main Street. I don't know her. I mean, okay. I know where it is, but I don't yeah. know the address. Yeah, no, that's that okay. Is. So Shannon and I do an intro, and we'll look up and plug cool, cool. the address or something. So this is October twenty second, five thirty at the Junior Jam Dance Studio. Mm -hmm. Admission admission is. Do by donation only. And is there a theme? Halloween. I want you to dress up in something that you can move in, and we'll just have <laughs> some fun. I've been, you wouldn't believe the, like, 
house EDM type music that has done like Halloween theme music. It is so fun. I am stoked. <laughs> like a Nightmare Before Christmas and like Michael Myers like theme song, but it's like na 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 na, and then it would like start just dropping these the sick beats, and, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> it's so fun. So I'm excited to do a different kind of class also, but for a good purpose. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the least I can do for them in their situation, and it just yeah, you know, you want to do something for them, and so and yeah. Hey, if Halloween one is successful, use your gifts well, and your passions. That's right. Our, good. Our hearts go out to the to that family. We, yeah. we want everything to to be supported as best we can. So we'll we'll just celebrate and do things the best we can. And I encourage any listeners to to either um, consider going to this booty yoga or think about maybe something you might do to to help be a part. Because yeah. we're a community here, and it takes a village. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I've got the address here. Let me know if this sounds correct to you. Okay. 435 Southeast 1st Street in Pendleton. Yeah, because it's right behind Main Street. So I think that's about right. Yeah, 435 Southeast 1st Street. In my head, I'm like, you don't know where the Junior Jam Studio is? (laughs) (laughs) What do you do in town? What are you doing in this town? (laughs) I'm sure you already have a costume picked out, but I'm just picturing like the blaze colors of like the (laughs) 80s workout instructor and you just got your like arms pumping. and (laughs) That is so funny that you say that so when i decided i was going to do this i immediately went on amazon and i ordered um that was exactly what i was going to do i don't know what that movie is with jamie lee curtis but it's like a meme with her and john travolta have you know what i'm talking about and they're like doing the hip gyration and there's kind of like a weird sexual tension someone let me know what that is because i want to watch it second of all i was like these are the vibes i'm going for like 80s workout instructor of course so I went and I ordered like the leggings and like I got this like it's kind of fits like a swimsuit and it's like bright pink and it says let's get physical and then I <laughs> got it on I was like yes and then I just got it the other day and none of it fits so I'm like ah. so I'm back to the drawing board I'm gonna try to do that again but who knows we'll see what happens <laughs> but that was kind of my vision also I was like okay so this is me and this is what I will be doing uh, I love so that. show up to see you in the I just thought it would be so funny. You have to take some would pictures because, be. of course, I won't be Heck there. Yeah. What? Wait. <laughs> You're surprised. The booty yoga is probably not going to bust out for me just yet. But it sounds October twenty second, I might be there. You should be there. You know, I won best gyration. Um, I know you were on every one of my boys' dance team. I know you can move, and I know for sure that you can hit a beat. Oh, I can hit. a beat. You could be a booty yoga instructor, brother. Could I hit a beat? Yeah. Boys got rhythm. Hey, I try. <laughs> I do what I can out there. Uh, no, those are. I, I actually, that's something I wanted to bring up was boys' dance team mm. and uh, <laughs> just how much fun every year I had with those. And I feel like you were a coach pretty much every year for our grade. Yeah. But just talk about some of your memories of helping coach. I feel like it was. I think it was funny looking back. I've actually thought about it looking back. At boys dance team like we would rent the top of the rack mm-hmm. a lot of the times that room with the big mirror upstairs and um I just thought it was funny that like us girls made you do like across the floor and made you <laughs> learn how to actually do like pirouettes yeah like learn how to turn instead of just like whatever. focusing on making a really epic routine <laughs> we made you like do a warm-up and we made you stretch and we Made you do what we had to do. I was you gonna know? say, I, th- I feel like you wanted us to go through what you guys actually mm-hmm. went like. Through. I almost kind of was like, you need to appreciate what I'm waking up Monday through Friday doing <laughs> when you're sleeping in your bed. You need to know what I've been doing. It's like with music, <laughs> like if you don't understand the people that came before you and like all the 
yes all the famous people <laughs> from years past then you don't really respect your genre yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah that those were some of my most favorite memories from high school like mm-hmm. those were i just loved that i had you group of guys that were always so dang gung-ho <laughs> and just loved it and i loved listening to your podcast with debbie about and oh, i yeah. i forgot over the years but you went to state so many times in yeah, support of us and was i was fun. like oh my god that's shannon god bless his heart <laughs> how <laughs> sweet is he why did i take you know that for granted like that support you just don't kind of realize it in the moment because you're so like in it well you guys are so it's very concentrated yeah but in the moment i mean like looking back that is cool you went all the way to portland to support your high school dance team man it was so i remember you guys like always at the basketball games like yes like (laughs) rooting for us that always meant so much to me yeah you know well it was easy to get behind rhythmic mode because you guys were so devout and so good at what you did yeah yeah for sure so we were Okay. <laughs> real recognize yeah. real. So, <laughs> True. And, yep. And Debbie <laughs> talked about during the podcast, I think your name came up, if I remember right, talking about the just the memories of being ruined for life with the early mornings and the routine, <laughs> she right? I mentioned you. That's right. I laughed so hard about that. So Ryan messaged me and was like, hey, you were um, mentioned in the podcast. And I was like, interest peaked immediately. What could she possibly <laughs> say about me? You know? I, but I figured it was good because I got nothing but love yeah, for Debbie. Shelby, do not tune into this. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, by the way, no, she, I, I was so interested. and But I cracked up when I heard that that was why she brought me up. And then <laughs> later, she was talking about how it's like such a team sport, obviously, but like how before state people we're working they're working so so hard before state some people get sick people would get mono you know what i mean like mm-hmm. yeah people, just working their bodies yeah in school and work and dance team it's a lot it's a very big commitment and so um i thought she was gonna talk uh, bring me up again later when she was talking about all those kids like right before state that had to learn a whole new r- routine because oh. that happened oh. to me yeah. yes the night before state my freshman year we were good super supernatural mm-hmm. we were the blue and black good versus evil yeah. and i was a freshman and a senior um i think her appendix like ruptured Ooh, and gosh. so it was the night before state and we were at the high school and we had a practice for like i don't even know how many hours of placing me learning a whole entire routine in places the night before we left and I was like, oh, my gosh, she's going to talk about how I'm such a hero. <laughs> she was talking about how I was complaining about waking up early for the rest of my life. <laughs> 2007, Shelby saved her bacon. I know. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> it's like one of those memes, like what you think they're going to talk about versus what they actually yeah, talk I'm like, about. Oh, man. <laughs> Take me here. So the, one, so of those, one of those dancers that has prepared for, I don't even want to say how many months or hours and days to get to state mm-hmm. to have like a, a, a sprained ankle or something that just stops you from what you've been working towards. How do you cope and explain what you've seen in that situation? Mm, well, I can kind of tell you what I've kind of, I don't know. And see, this is why I'm not the person for this question is because I pushed through when I probably shouldn't have, but it was like such my driving force and my passion. Um, There was one time when little old farm kid me out on the reservation was walking around barefoot and I put a freaking barn nail through my foot. Ooh, a 
And it was right when we started practicing at the college because they have like a coliseum size floor for state. And um, I kind of just was like, I wrapped my foot and everyone's like, what's up? And I'm like, got me an owie. Don't you be worried about that. I probably got tetanus, but no worries. (laughs) I did get a tetanus shot. I was cool. So my (laughs) arm hurt too. (laughs) But I was there, you know, and... um, I kind of just pushed through, honestly, because it was my passion and my love. And your team is just relying on you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And when you pull yourself out and you're like, oh, I can't do it, that affects, it has a ripple effect. That's something that you have been practicing and working on for months. And so for me personally, I pushed through. And after every time we'd run through, I'd have to go get a rag and spray and I'd clean the floor because my wound would open I'd be there'd be blood all over the floor. Oh, you did a little Kurt Schilling bloody sock. Oh, I had a little moment there. So how about this too? I mean like So yeah, don't go by what I say. Maybe like take a break and let your body heal. I was the same way. My thought goes (laughs) to like yeah, as a dancer, I mean so I mean if you're hurt like in baseball, you could probably shy away and in one area, you know, maybe the ball's not gonna come to you or it's gonna hurt like hell to throw, but every once in a while you have to throw and then you're you're gonna be okay. You're dancing and you're being judged on how you look in every aspect so you have to fake it to 100% I gotta smile you literally have to be smiling that's what I was gonna say you literally have to be smiling and the thing was is that it was my left foot and that's where you do all of our turns on releve like on your toe pad you know I knew what releve meant I know you do, <laughs> Mr. Hit the Beat. I didn't actually. <laughs> I have no idea what that <laughs> But yeah, and so that's why I kept just ripping that baby open, you know. <sighs> Here's a question. Why don't men have to smile when they dance? Do they? They should be. Do they have to? I, I feel like whenever I watch men dance, they're not smiling. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on the theme. Like what kind of message are you getting mm. across? You know, because like I, back to that freshman year thing, it was good versus evil. And so like we were like snarling and being glaring and you know mm-hmm. kind of being like that that's a good point yeah so i think that depends but like i think if you go and you watch the little junior jammers they're smiling big and they're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing hmm. if debbie says it is what goes <laughs> 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 that's right that's right what's so, oh, go, go ahead. ahead no oh, you got oh, it Shannon. so go continuing on, on this dance trend um do you have, you won two or three titles? Three. Okay, sophomore, junior, senior, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do you have a favorite overall memory of da- with dance? Mm, that's a really, really, really And it doesn't even have to question. be high school. It could be all the way back. Mm, that's a really tough question because there's just like, it's so many good good memories but I think the best memories are when it got really really hard Mm. um which sounds kind of counterintuitive but like that kind of rise up moment yeah because I feel like it was towards the end and when you get to state and you're all just so tired Mm. and you're fatigued and you're like why the hell am I doing this anyway this is so hard I could have just like not I could have done just a spring sport (laughs) you know (laughs) and um I feel like when it got really hard and people would be hitting their inhalers or feeling like they want to throw up because you just did an intense cardio routine spinning and leaping for five whole minutes. When we didn't want to anymore, it wasn't about like the coaches pushing us. It was like us being there for each other. Mm -hmm. Like I got some of my, um, one of my favorite 
memories, which looking back now, I actually totally forgot about it until Katie told me it. Katie gets Doherty. Mm-hmm. She um, told me that there was one time where she was getting so, I, I'm sure like if we mess something up, they'd cut the music and start again cut the music, start again. And they would do it over and over and over until you had it right. And um, we would get so frustrated and there would just be like bad energy. You know, like we don't want to do this anymore, but we had to. And I remember there was one time and I think Katie was standing right behind me and she was so upset. She was like so mad that she started crying. And I just like grabbed, we were, you know, before we go out on the floor, we're like, on lined the sides up. and lined up. Yeah. I just grabbed her hand and she just like bawled. Just lost it. <laughs> yeah. Like that's like that type of stuff is kind of my favorite memories because like mm-hmm. I was there for her. So little things. For my little home doggy when she needed me, you know. Yeah. And you are now too. Yeah. That's... Oh, now we might make you cry. Oh, no! <laughs> now we might make her cry. But I think honestly though, basketball games were some of my favorite memories too. Mm. I really liked basketball games because we were on the floor that we would practice on. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a little bit more intimate than like a football game. Football game, say, doing pirouettes different. on a football field. Yeah, that's real fun. After it's been trampled on by and Roundup. Right after Roundup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and all the football games. So I don't miss football games, no lie. But basketball games are fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Does the football field ever make anyone tear an ACL or something? Because I feel like it's... I feel like somebody did I have a guesstimation, but I'm not sure. But I know that people did. It's I not, think it's not good ground to dance on. No, <laughs> do they still do that? I'm sure they do. I have no idea. Well, I, the team's really small now. I think Debbie said they they were down to 12 yeah. dancers this last year. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah. Well, it's been a crazy couple of years, so hopefully they'll see a cool bounce back there. Yeah. 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 So if you can try to remember when you're going into the nerves of like right before state and you're looking back at what the seasons brought you and preparing for like the pinnacle, this is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like weighs heavier in your mind? Do you think it's like, okay, we've got the best routine, we've got the best music plan, um, you know, it's all the technical stuff, or do you feel like the other end of that is just looking around at your fellow dancers and saying like, remember all those tough mornings and how many times we wanted to quit and how <laughs> mm-hmm. crappy this whole year was. That's a lot of it right there. You feel like it's that? It's that. I think it's... That we can't lose because of Yeah, your bond is so incredibly unbreakable yeah. by state. I mean, you don't, you might not be able to get along with everybody, but there's an absolute sense of respect because of what you just went through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think there are, there are so many different ways you can do that but I think like a good sports team a good <clears throat> dance team good anything it's just like doing hard things together and trial by fire and like knowing for sure how you will respond as a team to adversity is is what I think makes the best teams and so yeah. sometimes like the best teams just have to get their ass kicked the hardest and go through the rigor mm-hmm. it almost seems but of course yeah. you have to have like some some real plans and, and reasoning behind it but yeah yeah, absolutely. I think that's something that, you know, even if you weren't close to dance, you could admire from afar just the the grit and the tenacity it takes to get through a season. And it feels kind of funny because, you know, if you, like, talk to someone about, like, oh, I was a basketball player in high school. What would you do? <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I was on dance team. And, like, I feel like people don't understand what that means. Yeah. You're yeah. basically coming and from this perspective of, like, we made it through SEAL training. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know I shouldn't say this, but sorry, Debbie. I always say that Debbie breaks you down and builds you back up prison style. <laughs> prison. It's totally the truth. 
It's totally the truth because by the end, uh, you you just get so mad. You get so mad and you're frustrated and then you get up on the other side and you mm-hmm. did it. And like, and then the older <clears throat> I get, the more I realize like that was some of the most character, character building things I've ever done. And they did nothing but push character down into like integrity and just courage and just being strong and making good choices. And like, mm-hmm. I still carry that with me all of the time. I, mean, I was going to ask you that. what some things are that you go back to that you feel like helped shape you that were important from, from dance. I always think, um, Laura, Laura Frank, she always said, um, to, if you're not sure, and if you're feeling the sense of, uh, maybe I shouldn't do this, she would call it the headline test. If you did this and it was on the headline of tomorrow's paper, would you be proud of that? And that's something that I always carried with myself. In terms of just like outside of dance, outside of dance, yeah, representing the team, right, and And just you as a person, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and I still do that now. You know what I mean? I think Mm -hmm. very. I think about that quite often, actually. Oh, that's good. Headline test, babe. Headline test. I Mm -hmm. like that. Interesting. I feel like there's something about dysfunction within teams, or or at least what looks like dysfunction that can like create something great like because i think of i think of our basketball team um dysfunction yeah no like we we were coached well but is if you went to one of our practices like you probably would have thought we were like a dysfunctional team but i mean we ended up being one of the best basketball teams since like the 90s at at pendleton nice and i mean if you went to one of our practices we were always just mad at each other pushing each other fighting with each other but something about that create, created like this is different from what from you guys mm-hmm. like being there for each other all the time. Yeah, like some people we, like I said, so not everyone always gets along. Yeah, that's true. But we there were there is for a you. sense of respect at the end of the day. Oh to yeah, our team. Yeah, you that's, know that's the same. It's like we were there yeah. for each other when it counted, but it was mm-hmm. like practice and like we were fighting, and it was it very it much seemed like dysfunction. <laughs> Michael Jordan's last dance. Oh, the building, yeah. you know, like there was always that drama, oh, sure. right? So true. Kind of like reminds me of kind of got to push each other to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, it gets personal to yeah. where it's like it, you're not just doing this because you got to do it. Like this is personal. Yeah, like you have yeah. this. Well, you're so many people you love are. And yesterday I just saw a video of Draymond Green like getting in a fight at his practice, and the Golden State Warriors have won the NBA championship like four of the last however many years. Hmm. So it's like there's some dysfunction going on at their practice, but they're one of the greatest teams of all time. Yeah. They were. I, I, yeah, They just won the championship this last year. Oh, again? Wow. Yeah, they okay. just won it. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> they just got to keep pushing and pushing, making them a little more angstier every year, I, I guess. I guess so. You, you got to find that chip on your shoulder. Yeah, yeah you do, <laughs> if I guess. it takes punching yeah. your teammate, then. <laughs> I guess that's do what it. you got to do. No, just kidding. For the, just <laughs> for the team, man. <laughs> Throw an elbow. It's for the team, bro. <laughs> if there's <laughs> no. any kids out there listening, know, maybe don't listen that. to that one. <laughs> no haymakers. There's better ways. <laughs> no haymakers. Try, I think the lesson here... Mm-hmm. Is though definitely like adversity and trial by fire and and put yourself in tough situations and find you know what it takes to respond right mm-hmm. for sure yeah yeah absolutely cool. so what's the experience been for you growing up in the Pendleton area and now living in Hepner it's very different it's good though I you know moving to Hepner actually kind of me kind of made me realize the things that I took for granted growing up in Pendleton Mm -hmm. because we're used to the Pendleton Roundup, right? This happens every year. 
I don't, I never really put the thought into like how these functions are done and by the volunteers, by the, you know, the community itself. Mm -hmm. And, but when, what did they say the other day? Hepner's population 17? 1700? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. I think something like that. But, um, there's such a sense ever since I've been there and been around that there is a sense of community. Like we have to pull together to make these things happen. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. not like not just any, not really too many people just get to sit out on the sidelines. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all hands on deck in a small it's community. All hands I mean, on it's deck. like if you go to like, I mean, if you grow up in Hepner and, and you're playing sports, you pretty much almost have to play football, basketball, right. baseball, like you got to play everything <laughs> yeah. so that they can feel the team. Exactly. <laughs> and, it, and, you know, kind of goes the same with the community. It's like, there's only so many hands available to mm -hmm. be able to help. So, yeah. And so it made me kind of really realize like, Ooh, I kind of took that for granted. Cause I didn't, it was just already done and off and rolling. And I just went and enjoyed myself, you know, which not that I don't now, but it just made me, that perspective was really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was actually kind of funny, like when I, me and my husband were dating, it wasn't barely even being together for a year. He just straight up told me if, when we have children one day, if we have children one day, we will raise them in Hebner and not Pendleton. And I was just like, excuse me, what do you think you got on me? You know? <laughs> and he was just like, I don't like the fact that at times you had skipped school. And I was like, what do you mean? You didn't skip school like ever, not one time. And he was like, no, someone would see me driving down Main Street and they would call the school and my I, my parents would know before I even got home. And this is when he was eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> driving down, driving down A little rebel when yeller. He was eight years old. <laughs> yeah. And that like opened up my eyes of like how much different his high school experience was of mine. Because mm. sometimes if you're like, you know what? I don't feel like it today. I'm going to dip out for that period. I did that a time or two. Not very much because I had dance team and I had like, they would know. Headline. Headline. <laughs> headline test. Headline test. So, yeah. So that it was just really interesting. And I was like, you know what? It's not bad to have a few less people so your kid has just a couple more eyeballs on them because if there's anything like me, they probably need it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. More eyeballs and all the opportunity in the world and yeah, the small town guidance to, to do whatever they want. Yeah. A high, high standard because there's just so few of them that I feel like they there's so much time and energy into these kids. And I just think that's really cool. Well, and I think these days too, being in a small town like Hepner where people are very outdoors focused and yeah. getting them away from like video games or any of that kind of stuff is only helpful. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's a good thing as well. Yeah. I have to chuckle th thinking about your husband's perspective of Hepner versus Pendleton being like small town, big town. But, yeah. Pendleton's uh, <laughs> a big town. <laughs> and but, I'm like, eh, I don't think Pendleton's that big of a town, you know? Yeah. But, but at the same time, I think it's, it's one other thought I have is just how, um, our modern culture and our access to like the internet and technology and tools lends itself to being able to live in a smaller town, but still not feel so disconnected and, dis and disengaged from like your friends and culture and the rest of the world, I think. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that. Yeah. And plus when you, you, there's really not a sense of disconnect because I know we're like 70 miles away, 77 miles away from Pendleton. <clears throat> But when you're in a small town and you're used to having to travel to go get groceries, it's not a big deal. Mm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, if I feel like I need to do a Walmart pickup, 
I'll come and see my family in Pendleton and do that, and I'll drive 77 miles to do that. Yeah. You know, that's like no big deal. I could just drive to Hermiston, which is not as far, but I don't got family there. So I kind of, you know, two birds, one stone. And if you set yourself up, let's just say for one example, you live like 10 miles away from the grocery store, and it's a 20-minute trek, you're going to be a little more mindful about what you're shopping for and making sure you get it all right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we have a grocery store and stuff, but some things... You just need to get up some other places if you can help it. Cheaper. You know. <laughs> Here's a question. Uh, Amazon Prime. What about Does it? Does everything get to you in two days? No. <laughs> How long does it take? Um, well, some things are surprising. I mean, I don't expect a two-day thing, but like more like four. Four days. Okay. Yeah. I guess say more like four, personally. If I get it in two days, I'm very, very surprised. I'm like, whoa. Santa came impressive early. <laughs> Isn't it crazy that something can come from like I don't know somewhere in Texas and be at your doorstep in like two days? Yeah, yeah. in Hepner, Oregon. That is wild. It's yeah. so weird. Uh huh. <laughs> I know. It it's got is. good systems here in the U.S. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, one other thing I wanted to talk to you about, and you've touched on it a little bit, was but just motherhood in general and. Um, how that's changed you and your life and the joys it brings, the hardships it brings. Not at all. No, no, no hardships <laughs> no change in whatsoever. Me. <laughs> uh, I'm like a ball bag now. Oh my gosh. I used to think I was so tough and I would never cry. And mm-hmm. I was like, scary movie, psh, nothing. And now I'm like, ah, everything is so scary. And everything will just like, I'm so in my feels now. It totally just made me level up in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am so grateful to be a mom. I've always known that I was like, I've always just had like a sense of knowing that I'm not necessarily here on this earth to like have like a super duper crazy career, but I know I was meant to be a mom. And mm-hmm. so I'm so incredibly grateful. Um, but it's changed me like in every, for the good in every way possible, I feel mm-hmm. like, especially for my character, my growth, my outlook on the world, the way I see things you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so and like I said like why I went and got booty yoga certified made me appreciate my body which I didn't when I was younger I was all insecure and like "Eh, eh, eh, don't want to be in a swimsuit and like I'm not not that I'm like so empowered now but it did empower me that I was just like mess with me like I've (laughs) seen a I've seen a meme and it absolutely kills me every time it's like (laughs) I have a portal from the other side through my legs you lower your voice when you're talking to me (laughs) and I felt that I was like yes absolutely man (laughs) pregnancy is wild it is wild that is the craziest like most powerful thing that I've ever experienced in my life and I was not the one giving birth (laughs) (laughs) it is all nine months is just Mm -hmm. a wild ride it is and gratefully I was like, I never got sick. I never got nauseous, nothing. I was just like, boom, pregnant, cool. Let's rock and roll, you know? Yeah. But um, afterwards, when he came, I was like, different story. That's when it got a little tricksy. Longer longer labor? uh, No, I actually did really good with that and everything. Um, My son just had um, some horrible milk allergy, and I didn't know it. And I had this, like 
and I'm sure any mother out there will understand that you like you have standards in your head and you just you like it's either you're not going to breastfeed or you're only going to breastfeed and you're only going to do this if you have to. Like Mm -hmm. I definitely did that. And I was like, I'm going to breastfeed. I'm going to breastfeed. I will do whatever it takes to do it that way, you know. Mm-hmm. And I tried and I tried and I tried. And he, my son, he was like, first we found out at like a couple weeks after he was born that he had not only a tongue tie, but a deep latch tongue tie. So it was like inside. Yeah, this thing. Yeah. The thing all the way tongue. from the inside of his teeth on the inside all the way. It's like a big fat knot back in Whoa. there. So it's not like a, just a little clip of a scissor type yeah. of a thing. It's like a laser. And I wasn't ready for that. And I was like, no, he can just rip me up. That's fine. I can, I just, I don't know. You get like this sense of like. I'm your vessel. Yeah, I'm your <laughs> vessel and I don't care. Like, I'll be fine. Like, I have a sense of survival. You're in serious survival mode. Yeah. And um, and then he wasn't eating enough, but he was still gaining weight. So he was okay. And then he started being so upset, like his belly was upset and he had like neon poops and then his poops turned bloody. And I tried, I went off dairy. I did everything I could possibly do. And I actually ended up meeting this doctor. I wish I could remember his name, um, up in actually up the, up at the Hepner clinic. And he was so wonderful to me. I was like three months postpartum and he was like, I, don't know how to say this because it's going to break your heart. So I'm just going to be completely honest with you. He was like, I think your baby is not just allergic to milk. He's allergic to your milk, just like milk in general. And I was like, what? And I just bawled. Oh my gosh. I bawled and I bawled. And he said, just keep pumping and let me know how he does just on one bottle of soy and I was and that was one of the things in my head I was like I'm never giving my child soy if I can help it and so I was like no and so I went and I got a can of soy formula day and night poops different happy kid I mean this I was is like, something I it remember was grieved uh, it was a loss that I <clears throat> grieved so hard not being That's able tough. to breastfeed. it was yeah. that after that was the hardest time mm. for me you're so right though that I feel like especially mothers go into childbirth like having all these like preconceived ideas of what yeah. they're gonna do and do that to and when it doesn't effing <laughs> work yes you're like you just go a different it's, direction and, and you're yeah. like this is what works mm-hmm. and, well, and i don't yeah. I can't, it's hard to like i'm not gonna care what other people think because this is mm-hmm. this is what works and <laughs> yeah well and i think that's also kind of like first time child thing too oh, for sure. right because like yeah. i haven't had my second yet not planning <clears throat> on that for a little while still kind of feel like i'm not ready but how old's your son uh almost a year and a half i'm thinking like give it another a year at least well i was thinking i was pregnant. thinking maybe three yes three sounds like a well, good I age meant before you get pregnant at least oh. so i would <laughs> yeah. recommend three yeah well, after that yeah three or after <laughs> yeah i feel like i just need time you know but Anyway, I should say I have I have girls that are 23 months apart and, yeah. and I love them. It's uh, they're just always at each other's like throats. Might as well have twins. Sounds like right. my perspective yeah, is more like if you know you want them, just bite that bullet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's well, that was it's my hard. Thinking. I mean, you know, yeah. it's like looking back, it's almost like I mean, it all comes in phases of like where it gets. I don't want to say easier, different. Yeah, Maybe but you're better easier. prepared. Totally, yeah, but and, yeah, but you because now you know going into it, you're signing up for basically like at least two years of just like discomfort, <clears throat> lack of sleep, and mm-hmm. just accommodating, you know, 
And that's, actually, that's actually a good point. Because if you know you only want two kids, I would say have them close together. Like Everybody's on their own different journey. And I mean, yeah. that we may be so fortunate to plan when we get pregnant or even Absolutely. have Absolutely. And, and I think stuff. that all the time. So yeah. So, Ugh. I mean, let's not forget that. But, in yeah. but definitely, um, yeah. If it, we were able to have it how our way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's never easy, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Child, having a child in motherhood is like they say, it's the best thing and it's the hardest thing. Yeah. But I feel like my son almost being like a year and a half, I'm, he, he's hung out with me at home and dad's been working for the last year and a half. So I just think he's hysterical because he <laughs> does things that I do and because he's just learning by me. So he's got a goofy little sense of humor and like, like when he's doing something I don't want him to do, like I'll just give him like a really big eyeball stare. Like <laughs> now he does that to me. and we'll like stare at each other but he always breaks first laughing and then we just laugh you know Mm -hmm. he's just my ultimate home dog he's so cool so going back you mentioned that you've like always known that you were meant to be a mother Mm -hmm. what do you think where like where did that come from why did you always have that idea i don't know just sole purpose up in here you know i remember being in like little like third grade wondering what my kids are going to be like. (laughs) I just knew I was supposed to be a mom. Like if I could, you know, I just knew that was a purpose for me. It was just literally the. You just felt it. Yeah. Always. Always. Well, I would say I, I mean, I mean, not every woman is like that and I respect that, but it was just like, I am, I just could not wait. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could wait. That's the same (laughs) with Jenny. Um, you know, my wife, um, she just always wanted to be a mom as well. And mm-hmm. I mean, I always knew I wanted to be a dad. Um, yeah, I guess it's just different. It's it's crazy to me that that people are like, yeah, yeah I don't know if say, I want to be a parent. But like, yeah. I've always wanted to be a, I always knew I would be a dad. I never thought about it that much. Yeah. I just always knew at some point it would probably come. Mm. Yeah. I just feel like there's like a like a biological thing in me that I was just like, especially when I got older and I'd been with my husband for a couple years, like six, seven years. And I was just like, okay, it's time. Like I'm not waiting no more. (laughs) You know, I definitely, if it was up to dad, we'd probably still be waiting, but I was just like, no. Yeah. We had a five year plan that didn't last. uh, I think it lasted about maybe halfway. We got pregnant like two and a half years or something. Yeah. It's all good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Fun times. Family life. It's mm-hmm. good. I love Do we want to remind everyone about the event? Yeah, yeah. One more time, give us a shout out of, of what we got going on October 22nd here. Yep. Saturday, October 22nd, 530 Junior Jam Studio. Bring all your money so we can <laughs> raise it up for the Doherty family for little Mr. Ronan. Wear a Halloween costume and we'll booty down. Nice. It's awesome. Well, Shelby, this, I feel like this conversation was a long time coming. It was so fun to to get to reconnect with you and visit. Uh Um, I'm really excited to see what you're doing and what you're bringing to the, to the community in Hepner and your hometown in Pendleton. And just thanks so much for doing all the things to make it happen today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks guys for having me. Of course. And if you're in Hepner, make sure to join her booty yoga. Yeah. Hit me up. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Shelby. Thanks, Thanks. Thanks.